You're having a really bad day. It's one of those days where it's so bad, it's almost funny, but it's not. Your feelings are strong and everything in you wants to escape them. And then, in the gloom, a little voice inside of you says, maybe you should phone a friend. In that moment, who do you think of calling? That person is probably one of the closest people to you. You feel secure enough to hand them your hurting little heart and know they'll be kind. Even if you're losing it, even if some of your pain is self-inflicted, you know they'll understand. And before the day's out, you'll be laughing together and talking about a funny meme you saw or something you're excited about because that's what your friendship is. It's the ups and downs, the highs and lows, the good, the bad, and the ugly all wrapped into one. It's usually pretty easy for us to imagine this kind of friendship with a person, but it can be harder to imagine it with God. God is all about close friendship. Throughout the Bible, God mentions multiple people he considers his friend. David was a guy in the Bible who had a real best friend relationship with God. On the outside, he was just an ordinary guy, the youngest in his family who spent most of his time watching the sheep. He was also very emotional and he made a lot of mistakes, but his friendship with God was like none other. It filled him with courage and as a result, he became a warrior and one of the greatest kings of God's people. Acts 13.22 says, But God removed Saul and replaced him with David, a man about whom God said, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. David's relationship with God was much deeper and more inspiring than a daily ritual or routine. The message translation of this verse tells us his heart beat with God's heart. He was connected with God. He felt God's presence in his daily life. And as a result, he had the strength to do what God wanted him to do. So how do we build this kind of friendship with God? David wrote many of the Psalms in the Bible. They were often his prayers. And we can learn from them how to build a close friendship with God ourselves. Let's look at Psalm 13 today, one of the Psalms where David talked to God about some tough things. Psalm 13, verse one to two. Oh Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? How long will you look the other way? How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will my enemy have the upper hand? David was his truest, rawest, and most vulnerable self in prayer, even if that meant questioning God. In these verses, he told God that he felt forgotten and even accused God of looking the other way when he was in trouble. He expressed how sad he felt and expected God to listen. The more you read Psalms, the more you'll see this pattern. One of the reasons David's friendship with God was close was he brought up the real issues with God. Close friends bring stuff up with each other. They don't act like everything's fine when it's not. David brought stuff up to God so that nothing would come between them. He expressed all kinds of emotions to God, anger, disappointment, guilt, fear, and everything in between. He did everything but give up on God. Even when he was upset, confused, mistrustful, and doubtful, he kept talking to God. The most religious of us might see it as bad or wrong to express negative emotions towards God because we know in our heads that God doesn't forget or abandon us or look the other way in our suffering. No way. And so, because we don't wanna look quote unquote wrong, we don't bring up what we really feel with God, 
and our relationship with him gets distant. We may still go through all the right motions of Christianity, but the truth is we've given up on relying on God in our hearts. We can learn from David that God would much rather have our messy honesty than our clean and polished ritual. Psalm 13, verse three to four. Turn and answer me, O Lord, my God. Restore the sparkle to my eyes or I will die. Don't let my enemies gloat saying, we have defeated him. Don't let them rejoice at my downfall. After being honest, David admitted his need for God. He saw that he couldn't handle his life on his own and he asked God for help. Let's pause and reflect on this. How easily do you ask for help from anyone, let alone God? Are you aware of your needs or do you cover them up? Just like in any friendship, it will be impossible to attach to God until you admit your need for him, which takes acknowledging the areas in which you feel weak and just can't make it on your own. Psalm 13, verse five to six, but I trust in your unfailing love. I will rejoice because you have rescued me. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. After being honest and admitting his need, David was able to both see and trust God's love. Once all his emotions and thoughts were out there, even the quote unquote wrong ones, he could more clearly remember that God is loving and he could make the choice to trust that love over his own emotions. Finding verses of the Bible about God and his love for us is a great way to come to the same conclusion David did in our own prayers. Take some time today to try this prayer out. You can use an emotions chart or an emotions wheel if you feel stuck trying to express what you feel. God loves to hear what you think and feel, and he'll meet you more than halfway when you come to talk to him. That wraps up the podcast for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe and leave us a nice review. If you have any questions or stories you want to hear, drop us a line at podcast at deepspirituality.com. This mini quiet time is a Deep Spirituality original podcast. It was written by Alexis Colvin, produced by Kenzo Chua, and voiced by me, Amy Query. <laughs>